Wait a minute, I hear something. It's Dr. Movie Time again. Welcome back, folks, to your favorite show, your favorite podcast. It's not really a show, I don't guess. Your favorite podcast from behind the steering wheel, Dr. Movie. So people say, hey, Rick, why did you name it Dr. Movie if you're going to be driving? Wouldn't you call it something like, hey, behind the wheel or movies on the road or, you know, something like that? Well, because initially it didn't start off this way. It's just how it ended up. So, uh, you know, in case you were wondering, I could have made up some crazy bullcrap story. Long ago, in the mystic age, there lived a race of druids. No, I mean, it could have been whatever. Um, got another uh, listener's request. Actually, this is a buddy of mine, Jeff Jacobson, asked me to, hey, he comes to hear us play a lot, the band. And uh, Jeff come up to say, hey, Rick, you are to do tape heads. Tape heads. All right. So uh, here we are, man. For Jeff, we're going to do tape heads from 1988. It's a comedy slash, it says indie film. And uh, from my favorite year, one of, one of my favorite years of all time, 1988, the year I graduated high school. And uh, this is a neat one. I like it. Uh, on IMDb, we got a 5.7 out of 10. I can I can get down with that. Uh, directed by Bill Fishman. What did Bill Fishman do? Uh, Reckless and Wild, Car 54. That's about the only ones we're talking about. Indie filmmaker. Um, but yeah, this is... Uh, let's do our synopsis here. Unemployed pals Ivan and Josh decide to start a, the start Video Aces, a company that produces music videos. Their initial client uh, clients include Bill and Lester Diamond, and they were members of the group called Swanky Modes, whose career has slowed since their heyday in the 70s. As the Video Aces crew attempt to revive the Swanky Modes career by staging and broadcasting a concert, they also have to deal with unwanted attention of a conservative politician. Right. Yeah, that's, that's quite a bit of it. There's a lot going on in this movie. And it is definitely an, an MTV age movie, right? Because you're even talking about some guys that are trying to have a career in making music videos. So this is the, the height, the height of that time period, right? But here's what's surprising. Here's the cast in this thing. Uh, John Cusack. So this is 88, so you're not far removed from all of his biggest hits, right? Uh, One Crazy Summer, Say Anything. I mean, we're all right here in this same ballpark. And his partner, he plays Ivan, and his partner is Tim Robbins, who plays Josh, who's kind of the real creative force behind the, the video company, I guess you'd say. Uh, Ivan, which is John Cusack, is uh, the salesman, right? We got Clue Gulliger in this. Who doesn't love Clue, right? Uh, obviously, you think of uh, 
Return of the Living Dead. Uh, but he plays the senator in this. So he's the guy that's running for president. And uh, he's got a back history, which we will talk about. Um, Mike Nesmith is in this. Michael Nesmith. And he also produced this movie. Now, Michael Nesmith, if you don't know, he's one of the monkeys, right? So, of course, he has a career in film and everything, you know. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, always good to see him. Uh, Mary Crosby is in this. What else has Mary Crosby been in? Uh, a bunch of stuff, right? Ice Pirates. Uh, she was on Dallas. Uh, that's the main things I think of. I'm sure there's other stuff. But yeah, she's one of those faces that you know. Um, who else have we got that's... Uh, weird, weird how Yankovic shows up in this movie. <laughs> Susan Terrell, which we just talked about her in another movie. And she's just this bat crap crazy as ever. She's always, she's always fun to watch because she's going to deliver on some level that's just bizarre. Uh, so you got to like that. Uh, this is Bobcat Goldthwait was in this. I don't remember seeing him, but uh, Connie Stevens is in this. I mean, Lyle Alzado, um, Slavitz uh, Joven, which is the girl that was Zool in Ghostbusters. I mean, uh, you got a, you got a lot of people here, man. Um, you got a lot of cameos. Like I said, you got Ted Nugent, you got Weird Al, you got Martha Quinn, uh, and then a non-appearance by Menudo. <laughs> uh, so yeah, man, this is this is a. Uh, Lots of fun. Even Courtney loves in this movie. So it's 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 all over the place, right? So let's talk about it. Um, yeah, we got a couple of losers uh, in Josh and Ivan. Uh, they're security guards at this place, and, you know, it's one of them's birthday. And like I said, Josh is really into putting video together, and he puts a video montage together of him growing up that they watched, and it's his birthday. And his dad gets mad at him and is like, you're never going to be nothing, you are nothing, all that kind of stuff, right? So they go off to work, and they end up having a, Ivan throws him a birthday party at his work. But they end up tricking the video camera system that the main security guy is watching. And they're supposed to be on patrol, you know, walking around. And uh, they fix it to where, it's almost like the old Motley Crue smoking in the boys' room thing, where they took a picture <laughs> of the room that they're in and stuck it on the camera so it looks like the room is empty but really they're in there jamming, right? Same concept. They're having this big party and uh, but they've got it locked to where they, they see the old footage to where they don't see the party. Anywho, that all falls apart and they end up getting fired and that's when they decide to start chasing the dream of making music videos and they go around trying to get business and none of it works out and they get to this one company who's willing to take a chance on them, but they got to do it for free. And they start making these music videos, which are hilarious. Uh, it's almost like, you know, all by accident, right? They're just creatively making these music videos. Actually, they start off making a, 
a chicken commercial for a guy who makes these really bad, you know, local commercials, right? And then he's like, I can do better than that. And ended up making this rap video <laughs> for Roscoe's Chicken, which is absolutely one of the highlights of this movie. It is fantastic. And uh, what's going on is what what happens is they end up going to this big shindig and uh, there's a there's a lot of backstory to stuff that's going on. They end up moving in with this girl for, in this apartment building. It's actually just a big empty warehouse and they get to live there for free but I mean, this girl's kind of crazy. She's trying to be an artist, and she's, you know, setting things on fire and blowing things up, and, you know, so they got to deal with this creative mind in there who's just kind of doing her own thing, but ends up that she's related to somebody that is very, very wealthy, so she's just kind of living off the dime, not really working, that kind of thing. She takes them in. They start their business. They go to this big swanky thing where this guy... Uh, the senator is, you know, setting up his campaign for president, and they run into uh, Josh and Ivan run into this other lady that's there, who's trying to blackmail the senator because she knows something about him. Turns out that she gets her hands on this videotape, and the the senator is sleeping around with Susan Terrell, and there's this videotape of them and a whole bunch of people. Uh, they call it the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs video. So there's all kinds of sextapades going on. Sex, sexcapades going on on this videotape. And obviously he doesn't want it seen, but she's got it. And she ends up hooking up with the guys. Uh, getting romantically involved with Ivan. And she ends up storing the videotape. Well, he sends out all of his secret agents to try to get the videotape back. The girl is trying to blackmail the senator, right, for the money. And there's all this confusion when these, you know, special agent guys start showing up. (laughs) These guys, Ivan and, and Josh, the video aces, have got this gig to make videos for Menudo. <laughs> well, they're going to do a live broadcast concert for Menudo, and this is what's going to put them on the map, right? And this is all done through RVTV, which is an MTV, you know, schlock, right? I mean, they're making fun of MTV. It's called RVTV. So you got all this chaos going on. So you you've got hitmen coming to try to kill the video aces because of this videotape, but it's all a misunderstanding. They don't understand this videotape is a problem. They don't even know they have the videotape, right? But when they come and confront them and they're asking about the tape, they think they're asking about another video that they made. Fine, okay, great. Take take the video, but you know, and they end up giving them a large sum of money for them for this videotape, but you know, obviously they get the wrong videotape, right? Well, who would have thought this whole movie runs down and all the big action happens at a Menudo concert, which Menudo never shows up because uh, the whole backstory of this is our two guys are infatuated with a band called the uh, the Swanky Modes, 
which is a group that back in the 70s, you heard us say it at the beginning, soul singers. And, you know, these guys decide that let's throw the career aside. Let's get the swanky modes back to where they need to be, back in the public eye. So they decide to try to make videos for them. And also, they rig this Menudo concert to where Menudo can't perform because they they forgot their union cards to be on stage, you know, to be videotaped, whatever crazy reason, right? And they put the funky modes on instead and, you know, reboot their career. While all that's going on, you got Clue Gulliger and all of his special agents hunting these guys down and uh, trying to get the videotape back. And I'm going to kind of leave it there. Uh, so you can check out the movie yourself to see how this all ends. This movie's a lot of fun. It, it's it's somewhere between UHF and the Blues Brothers. That, that's really where this movie kind of fits because it's, you know, you've got the, the, the music thing going on throughout the whole movie. you got the music video thing going on, which is hilarious because they go and record this... Uh, I can't remember the band's name, but a hard rock band, a metal band of the time, hair band. And they're making this video, which is just ridiculous, you know, but it's so fun. And uh, this movie is a lot of fun, man. It really is. And believe it or not, somehow, I missed this one back in the day. So I got to say to to Jeff, man, I, I really appreciate you finding this one or at least bringing it up and letting me find it. And, uh... I remember it coming out. I think I remember seeing a trailer for it. I just kind of skipped over it for some reason. So it's a cool one to go back and revisit. I, I don't know where you can really find it. It's out there. It's out and about. Uh, you will have to do a little searching. But I recommend it. So uh, I would check this one out. I'm going to give it a little better score than uh, than what they gave it. I'm, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. I can see myself watching this one a few times. It's got a lot of good stuff. It's got some some good quotes, too. And, again, these commercials are hilarious, especially the, the chicken one. Even, they even know it, too, right? When they're making this movie, they know that the Roscoe's chicken is going to be what people remember about this movie because even at the end during the credits, Roscoe's chicken's doing another video over the credits, right? So uh, this is about as late 80s as you can get, man. It's a lot of fun, and uh, I think you should check it out. All right, folks, that's going to be it for this episode. We will check you later. (laughs) 